and like Simone chases s'mores into the oh, other. So that's I cute. like if I stood yeah. in the kitchen and looked at the hallway, I could see him doing the Scooby Doo yeah, running back and forth. Yeah, I forget what that's called, but yeah, 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 it's cute. So it's they they play and like it helps get her energy out and stuff. That's good. And the, and like s'mores just follows Simone around everywhere. Like Simone goes to the litter box and s'mores will just follow her and just sit on top of the litter box and stare at her inside the litter box or sits on top of the counter and stares at her. Aww. Like Simone goes to the Christmas tree and s'mores has to go with her. Simone sleeps on the couch and s'mores has to go with her. It's like s'mores is in here. So or there's a demon touching my legs. Both. <laughs> both. <laughs> All right, let's do the Christmas bonus. Okay. It is s'mores, thank yeah, God. Thank God. <laughs> For half the second I didn't see her. Did you see this like gremlin that's like Bah I was like, it's s'mores. <laughs> Okay. Oh. <laughs> you go. Ho, 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 bitches. Ho, 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 bitches. Mary Chrysler. <laughs> Mary Mar- Chrysler. Well, I'm putting that sound bite in right here. Boop. Mary Chrysler. There is an episode like four to ten episodes back where oh we God. are like hysterical <laughs> laughing at Mary Chrysler. Like. I think about it every day. I like I don't I don't think I, that's probably the, the hardest I've laughed this entire year yeah yeah to be honest that probably is probably this past decade because oh. it was so good so merry fucking chrysler merry fucking chrysler guys. welcome to our very <laughs> special christmas bonus episode because yes. currently right now Corey's in new hampshire and i am in california true and uh yeah so instead of doing a regular episode we decided to do a bonus episode because uh we were recording a bunch of other episodes and here we are yay and most podcasts aren't even giving you an episode Christmas week. Yeah, so fucking be fucking grateful. We're going to do a fucking bonus episode. You fucking cunts. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for the next two, three, you know, forever, you're going to have consistent episodes. But today we want to do a bonus for y'all. Yeah, bitch. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So we're going to start with Corey's top 10 of yes. the year, decade? Decade. Ooh. So, so personally, as a treat, because I would find this a treat. Yeah. <laughs> It's a treat. If I if I like liked a podcast and I would find it a treat if they did like any countdown of any films. This is a treat. So this is a treat. I'm doing the top horrors, uh, the top ten horror films of the decade. Then I also have honorable mentions because duh, cheating. Yeah. And then I also have uh mentions of Christmas films for y'all to watch. Let's do this. Yeah. So. The, I'm going to go, again, I'm going to go through the first five a little extensively and the next, uh, the first six. Then the next four I'm going to list, and then the honorable mentions I will list, and the horror, the Christmas horror I'll just list, so you don't have to listen to me go off about films for hours. And you want me to jump in and just say my top three, right? Do whatever you want. When do you want me to just point to me? Whenever you want. Do you want to do it right now? Sure. Okay, you do it right now. My top three horror movies of the decade are are, are not that surprising. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> like none of them are The Conjuring. <laughs> none of The Conjuring. <laughs> I like named the most obscure shit. I know. Ever yeah. Oh of. my god. Yes. I'm like. Oh, blah, you're like blah. this Iranian film. <laughs> yeah. You're like Pikachu gasping. <laughs> Obviously, it's Conjuring one and two. Is is number one for you? Conjuring, um, probably Conjuring. <sighs> I I I combine them. So. Oh fuck! I didn't know we could combine them. Then this. If would you be want, different. that's fine. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to keep them separated because I'm drunk and I already thought of three movies. (laughs) Conjuring 1 and 2, interchangeable for slot 1 and 2. First and second, yes. So, like, you know, they flip-flop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But number three um, is a movie that Corey just showed me last year that came out in this past 10 years. But I will never watch again because it traumatized me sinister. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Because 
it's probably one of the most yeah. horrifying it, visuals I've ever seen and experienced in yeah. my life. It literally is it, it is the only film in my top okay, maybe other than the number one spot. It is literally in the top ten just solely on the felt like if it was just the merit of how horrifying it yeah. is, that is why it's in the top ten. Yeah, like, like I, sorry I, I didn't say that right, but yeah, like I get it. Yes. Like it would be number two. It would be number two if we were just thinking like within how the fucked. scope of how <laughs> fucked up and horrific it is. Yeah. It'd be number two. So that's why it's on my top three because I will literally never watch it again. Yeah. But it was probably one of the greatest horror films I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Because it, it was so. Because it, it's so horrific. Because it fucks you in every single level yeah. you could possibly imagine. And it's so gritty and ugh. So those are my top three. Conjuring 1 and 2 because like listen to episodes 1 through one through 55 to understand why we love the Conjuring 1 and 2. Yeah. Um, yes. And then Sinister because I it changed me. It literally changed imagine, me. Imagine like watching that alone <laughs> for no. the first time. No. Like, I would turn I, it off. I think I, I would have to turn it I'd off. I'd be so scared. I couldn't do it. I think like, I would probably throw up. It's so evil. <laughs> it's, it's so evil. That's the thing about Sinister is it's the only movie that has ever it's evil. made me actually feel evil. Evil. Yeah, yeah. Like it made me feel like I was like. I don't know if I should have watched that. Yeah. Because it was so like like, like people, I sinned. Yeah, like how they felt how people felt when they watched The Exorcist. I feel like watching Sinister was the closest I felt totally to like how they felt. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was just like, fuck. Like what? like this is this was a movie about an evil like demonic entity. Yeah. And I just watched it. Yeah. Um, honorable mention for me. I only have one. Yeah. Is the new Blair Witch solely because of Hiram's Ooh. comment? Oh my god! <laughs> Hiram. So at the sorry, Jordan. At the peak <laughs> of the mom. movie, like or the yeah, the peak, like right before shit starts going. Yeah, like the crap. beginning of the third act. Yeah, this one specific thing happens, and when it happens, there was like a split second of silence, and Hiram was sitting next to us, and he went, "What the fuck? What the fuck?" And it was so per- <laughs> like nothing on earth has ever been so perfectly timed that literally. That was one of my favorite moments of the decade. And because yes. of that, that is an honorable mention because it was so, so hysterical and it was so needed for yeah. what I just Like watched. right after like, what the, f- like a literal what the fuck. Yeah. He just goes, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so honorable mention is that because solely because oh of Hiram. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So, um, so we'll go to my top 10. Yes. Um, semi, semi-similar. Um, my first one though is. Or, so should we start with 10 and yeah, go start down? with 10 go up okay so actually my 10 is sin- my 10th is sinister oh, fun yeah so it sounds like it's very far uh like very far back but, but it isn't like, a like i see movies. a ton of horror <laughs> movies again i don't actually see them all um but i do watch a ton of horror movies so like i would say literally every major one that comes out in theaters i have seen it yeah um that that comes out in a wide release but then if you get to like more obscure ones and the ones that only like show up in la and the big ass cities they don't really show up in salt lake so like apologize for that for not seeing them because sometimes i don't get to those in time or something like that yeah um so my number 10 is sinister and it is literally just here because so horrifying uh, purely how horrifying it is (laughs) it's not the best film ever it's it's very well made ethan hawk is awesome but it literally just made it into the top 10 because of how fucked up and horrific it is. Yeah. And that like that's and I say that in like a good way. Yeah. Like you need to go see this film if you haven't seen it. It's Be- fucking crazy. Cuz it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. Ugh. Um I mean if you're not like really that I mean like 
Chan and I are both affected by supernatural things. They sort of get under our skin very <laughs> easily. Oh. So th- that that's sort of like the only like you know side note to that if you if you if supernatural stuff doesn't really scare you that much then it might not be as fucked up but there's so many visuals that will fuck but, you up yeah, i know they're just so fucking scary because like if, so you, if you if you take out the supernatural element you like, still yeah you, you still, still have the, the home movies that are crazy fucked movies. up yeah the, like the home movies like the tree the like everything the yeah pool, the, just the con- the lawnmower the lawnmower the, just, it's, the combination is just those fucked up imageries with supernatural elements. With the, like, scary-as-fuck supernatural elements to it that just, like, blow I, my mind. I have, like, a very bad feeling just because we're talking yeah, about Yeah, Sinister this. is just disgusting. Like, yeah. I know what Mormons mean when they, like, feel bad. Yeah, yeah. No, no, literally, okay. And, <laughs> they may almost believe in God. And this came out in 2012, right after I came out. And, and, like, I was very still, like, recently home from – I was, like, within months home from the mission – which was like uh, from the Mormon mission. So I literally like went and saw that with a couple friends and two of them are like, they're not Mormon anymore to this day. One of them is Mormon to this day. Um, but we went and saw it. And after that we were like driving home and we were like, fuck, that was like <laughs> ridiculous. And we're like all going to BYU and shit. You're like, are we okay? <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. damn, we saw like one of the most intense movies we could see. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's sinister. It's so great. It's it, it, so cool. Fun fact: uh, directed by Scott Derrickson, he directed Doctor Strange, and then he's going to direct Doctor Strange Two, which is going to be the first horror movie oh for the multi universe. So for the for the whatever verse. Oh, so I'm super excited. I didn't really know that connection. So that's I'm cool. Super fuck. I'm even like ten times more excited than I already was for Doctor Strange Two. Well, like fun, I'm crazy excited. Fun fact about Doctor Strange: that is actually my favorite Marvel film. Oh yeah, because yeah, that's the, one of my favorites. The magic to me is so beautiful. It's so fucking beautiful. It's like the prettiest magic like, I think I've ever oh seen God. in a movie. <laughs> that like I watched it. I went and saw it in theaters like three times. Yeah. Just to solely look at the magic because I was like, <laughs> Pikachu yeah. gasping the whole time, and yeah, I love Doctor Strange, and like I I feel like it was like the it was yeah. so good. There's also he also in between this movie and Doctor Strange. One, he directed Deliver Us from Evil, which actually is Colin Farrell. Mm. Hot-ass Colin Farrell. Random. Uh, if you want to look at Colin Farrell's dick, go watch a fucking sex tape online with him and this hot-ass model. My God. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Literally search Colin Farrell's sex tape. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> he has a beautiful dick. You're welcome. <laughs> and she's fucking hot as fuck, too. So you're welcome. Because, duh. <laughs> I think she was the one who posted it after they had a breakup. Good, so, good, good yeah, for baby. her. And he, and Colin Farrell's so fucking awesome. He doesn't matter. He's in Harry Potter movies, you know, five years later. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Anyways, Back, <laughs> off topic. How's your sex life? Okay. Um, second one is Train to Busan. Oh, yeah. Came out you in 2016. It is Korean film. The zombie. It is so beautiful. It. it I actually have two zombie. Do I have two zombie movies? Me, 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 me. I have one zombie movie. Uh, zombies are in the next movie, actually, too. This is a beautiful zombie movie. 2016, Train to Busan. It's on Netflix. Go watch it. I bawled. I bawled like three different times at the end. You get so connected to these characters. You get connected to the side characters. You care about the side characters Crazy. when and if they die. Like it is, it, 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 the tension is super high because they do such a good, they execute the side characters so very well that you care about every scene. You care about all of the humans in every That's scene. Cool. And even though some parts are tropey, you can argue it is done in such a very pure like way that it doesn't seem tropey. It's Cute. very good. Go watch it. It's awesome. It's free to watch on Netflix. It's on 
It's on my list. Yeah, it's so good. Um, next one is Cabin in the Woods. Oh, fun. And then I cheated <laughs> and put Final Girls as well. Oh, so, okay. So, yeah, Cabin in the Woods, you've seen it. came out in 2012. Chris Hemsworth is in it before. It actually was, I think it was filmed in 2010 or 2009 even before he became Thor. Mm. Uh, so it, it went through like some development hell and then finally was released in 2012. I forget the guy, the, the inventor of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I don't know, but I've only seen the movie once. It's so fucking good. It's it's very it just flips horror on its on its you know flips horror on its head or whatever you want to say. I can't think of the correct phrasing. Um, it's basically deconstructs horror and then it plays with it. It's so super fun. Sigourney Weaver shows up in it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, like need I say more? Final Girls also is a deconstruction of specifically slasher films. Um, and it has the most heart I've ever seen in a movie. I will like listen to the soundtrack and and I I tear up. I watched that movie. I've seen that movie probably like five times and I tear up every time. And now every single time I hear the song Betty Davis eyes, I legitimately cry because I think of the movie. Y'all, it's just so good. It's not a perfect film. It's definitely an indie film, but like it is, it has so much heart just shoved into a film that isn't focused on heart. Yeah. Because it, it, it's a it's a horror comedy. It's a deconstructed horror comedy. It shouldn't have as much heart as it does, but it does. Everybody should watch it. It's like Girls. a feel-good horror movie. It is such a feel-good horror movie. It's so fucking good. It's such a positive. Like, you could watch it before you go to sleep, it, and you're like, It Yay. makes me feel, yeah, it warms my heart. Totally. It, like, makes me feel positive about the future. Totally. Like, it, totally. I love it. Um, the next one is, the, it also has um, Vera Tessa Famiga. Famiga. Yeah, Tessa Famiga in it. She's the main character. Yeah, also she's in American Horror Story, so you know who she is. Oh, yeah, so you know who she is. Yeah, season one, she's yeah. Violet. Come on, you know her. Again, all these movies that I'm talking about, you need to go see. Yeah. No exceptions. Like, if you follow our podcast and you like what we talk about. Then like, you'll like these. You, need, you, you will like these movies. Um, the next one is. Two Girls, One Cup. Yeah, I'll slow down. Sorry. Okay, so again, or, or sorry, I'll, I'll say this next one and then I will put a disclaimer so next one is the babadook um fucking babadook is great it's a great movie it's an australian movie directed by jennifer kent um she's a woman so fuck yeah women in horror we need more representation from women uh directors period but then also women directors in horror yeah um the babadook go watch it queer icon Queer icon that we didn't know we needed. <laughs> that we that's the perfect way to describe it, Chana. Okay, so now I'm gonna get into the top six. Ooh. Um, these four that I just went through slash five because I cheated. <laughs> I cheater <laughs> bitch. Um, I feel like the first top six that I haven't gotten to yet are 100% my top six of the decade, and they don't differ in any order. Period. But the ne- the the four slash five that I just went over could be interchangeable with my honorable mentions. Oh, okay, okay. Um. On any given day or month, they change. But these top six are solidified. Okay. Like 100% like, solidified. Yeah. Yeah. They ain't changing. So number six is It Follows. Fun. Duh. Good one. Um, it's a good I one. listen to the soundtrack like. All the time. Like weekly, easily as I'm just driving around. And I actually told somebody when I did the Queer Horror Nights through Stonewall. Oh, yeah. And somebody was like, wait, really? You like really listen to the soundtrack? And I'm like, yeah, I just like listen to the soundtrack You're for like, fun. It's fucking good. <laughs> it's fucking legit and good. It Follows is just a classic, just like modern version of the slasher. 
Um, it was directed by Robert Robert David Mitchell. It came out in 2014. Um, it is timeless. Um, it is specifically made to be timeless. You see cell phones, but then nobody really has cell phones later on in the movie. Uh, the people, the way that people dress is a little bit different. You can't really pinpoint the exact decade mm. exactly, really. I mean, you assume it's modern day, but there's just some things that are off that make it seem timeless just enough. That's and it's just cool. very, pu- very perfect. Um, it's a great slasher film slash you could argue that it's a monster or creature feature, but mm-hmm. I believe it's a slasher. It plays like, plays like a slasher. Fight me on that. Moving on. Um, next one in the fifth place is Midsummer. Oh, Ari Aster. I love Ari Aster. 2019 came out this year. It's a beautiful film. Good it's one. a beautiful film about a breakup. Um, it is the most realistic God. A panic attack I've ever seen portrayed in a film ever. In Chenna, you did not see. Oh, continue. Well, like when, when we saw it in theaters together the yeah. first time before you saw the extended. Yeah. Like she makes this very specific noise. It's in one, it's one of the very first scenes that she like it's a panic attack. Yeah. And she makes this noise when I was sitting there because I'm someone who suffers from panic attacks. Like I literally got chills because I was like this girl has been through this. Like yeah. she's been like through as it. in the, the actress. Yeah, yeah. Like I was or like, this actor, actress is like phenomenal. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, she like, it was just like the noise she made is only a noise that you could make if you've been, if you've had a panic attack and it hit me so hard to home where I instantly felt like I was her and I was invested in the movie cause I was her. Yeah. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Um, I was, when I watched this movie too specifically, um, like again, this is very subjective. Like this is a subject subjective list. I even left get out out of the top 10 spoilers. Mm. And I like literally asked Savannah, I was like, is this a problem that I left get out out of the top 10 because <laughs> I'm a white male? Like, and she was like, like, not really, but like, I mean, cause your, your list is subjective and I'm like, agreed. So (laughs) again, get out is in my honorable mentions because it should be in my top 10, but it isn't because mine is so subjective to like experiences I had while watching these films. Mid again. Yeah. Midsummer. I was going through a relationship, uh, where the guy didn't really respect my time or even really care about me. Yeah. I think he was more just like interested in the fact that I gave him attention yeah and he didn't and like was a good a happy distraction to his fucked up life so I so I like a hundred percent can relate uh, relate to uh Danny I think yeah. her name's Danny yeah there is actually one scene there's a there's the only night scene once they get or one of the only night scenes when they get to uh, the actual place that is in the director's cut and like Chenna I like want to be there when you see that scene and you like think of David. I just want to like watch your face as they have these conversations and just be like, <laughs> I will be Pikachu gasping. Like, I, yeah, I will be Pikachu gasping as I like watch your face. Just like watch that scene. Cause I was like, Holy fuck. Well now you may want to watch the director's cut. Yeah. The director's cut is fucking legit. Wait, we should get like, a little stoned. To try yeah. To watch oh my. It. No. So I almost got stoned that that time, but I was like, I'm scared because it's so intense. I would get scared during the I, shrooms part, which is right at the beginning. It's not spoiling really uh, anything. Yeah, yeah. 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 But that's because like it was also the most realistic depiction of drugs I've oh, ever oh, seen. Again. Yeah. Again. Ever. Like we talked about that before. We're getting though. on our soapbox here. The most realistic b- depiction of psychedelics ever. Like I would not be surprised if like the if like all those actors did the drugs oh like together. Ari Aster has done drugs to, well if the actors like w- did those drugs to really experience because the way they yeah. acted in it oh I was God. like they've done when it when she has her panic attack 
during the drugs, I was like, I have literally had those same exact, like the things she says, I've had those exact thoughts Yeah. while freaking out, having a bad trip. I was like, she's done drugs. Yeah. Like, (laughs) yeah. uh Uh-huh. Uh, this is yeah sorry we've gone way too long about midsummer <laughs> i apologize <laughs> are we recording even thank god <laughs> i was like Corey, we're not doing christmas bonus episode <laughs> i i swear to god for a second i was like fuck did i push record <laughs> <laughs> okay so sorry okay we'll continue so you don't listen to us i'm talk no longer about talking yeah no you're good you're good the next two we're skipping over quickly because we talk about them so much. Country, 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 too. Boom. No, no, no. no, no. Insidious. Okay. So, yeah. So, fourth, or sorry. Yeah. Fourth place. Insidious 1 and 2. I am cheating here, and I will cheat on the next one. Insidious 1 and 2 come hand in hand. Insidious 1 is beautiful. One of the most scary films I've ever seen. I actually <gasps> personally still think it is the most scary film I've ever seen. It is PG-13. How? I don't get how it's so scary. Just the visuals and the way that it treats the classic haunted house and sort of just like changes it enough and makes it modern, but then treats it so real. It's just so scary. The lipstick demon is so scary. That whole sequence where the mother is describing her dream where she sees the thing standing in the corner and that shadowy silhouette just points a finger at the little boy. Like I am getting chills up my spine. And I have literally watched that film alone in the dark while reading the script. And it's still ch- like it still is giving me goosebumps just thinking about it visually. That like movie. I don't, I just it just it treats it so real. Yeah, yeah I don't fucking get it. Um, Insidious Two is on this list because I'm having so much fun. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Insidious Two is on this list because it's so batshit fucking crazy. Like the last fourth of Insidious One is batshit fucking crazy, and it's so, and yeah. a lot of people didn't like it. For me, I semi-agree it sort of lost me because it gets so weird and crazy, but that's why I love it. But then Insidious 2 is just all of that all the time. (laughs) I'm going to go for it. And there's just like random-ass time travel spoilers, and it connects with Insidious 1, and it makes Insidious 1 even scarier to me. It does. Because of like the time travel, it is so fucking crazy. It fucks with you. The mythology and lore that they make up. Excuse me. The mythology and lore that they make up with the further is just blows my mind is beautiful and scary and awesome i can't like it it makes three and four even cool to me as well yeah i just like and then just like fucking patrick wilson getting mad and angry just like boner (laughs) and the thing about insidious one and two is we see simone the the human version of simone Simone. (laughs) yeah the the ghost hunter who is literally the human version of simone Uh lynn shay yeah the actress lynn shay yeah Uh uh-huh she's so cute i love her well like the first time i watched the cities with Corey, i was like is this simone Simone? in a human form (laughs) (laughs) but yeah the director um uh the director is james wan uh Uh. for one i believe two as well Fuck the writer me. is Lee Winnell. Fuck Lee Winnell's awesome too. They're just two horror icons of this past decade. Like they won this decade. They're James inspirations won. for me and Corey. Yeah, they're inspirations, <laughs> literally. Next one is The Conjuring 1 and 2, and then also just the CCU, The Conjuring Cinematic Universe, The Cuckoo. I don't even know <laughs> if we sh- should even talk like, about it. Like we don't it. need to talk about it. We talk about it so goddamn much. So, end. Um, the only thing I will say is that this year, Annabelle comes home. Comes home. It's just fun. fucking awesome. Go see it's it. It's just fun. It's just a batshit. It's it, just like monster, 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 monster. Just it, like fun. 
Yeah, it's it kind of reminds me of Insidious 2, where they just kind of throw so much shit at you that mm-hmm. you're just like there for the ride. Yeah. Insidious 2 like ties together a lot nicer. Yeah, Insidious 2 has more story. Yeah. Whereas this one's more just like monsters. Yeah, where, it's, where Annabelle's just like throwing so much shit at you, and in the end, you're like, what the fuck? It's just fun. Yeah, like I get it's a lot of the criticisms were like, there was no story. It was just monster sequence after monster sequence. But that was fun. Which is fun, but agreed. It is a valid criticism to be like, hey, we need more substance in our movies. But then we have like, you know, Midsummer and It Follows and the Babadook and shit. So I think it's fine that we also have the Annabelle creations yeah. or whatever. It's not creation. Come that home, was the one home. before. Yeah. Annabelle creation is great as well. That's part of the cinematic universe. That's Annabelle number creation, three. I'll tell you, is way better than the Annabelle movie. Oh, God, movie. yeah. The so, movie's trash. Conjuring 1 and 2 made by James Wan. Conjuring 1, instant uh, classic. 100% instant classic. Immediately, I, yeah. Again, for, personally for me, Conjuring 2 is an instant classic. <laughs> um, that was the, I think that was the first time I cried in a horror movie because I was moved to tears by how, by like the heart of the movie. The love when, that he has When for Patrick Louis. Wilson just like sings Elvis Presley's. The Elvis Presley yeah like I mean, she's looking at Vera Famiga I literally cried in in the midst of being like scared shitless yeah like it, it's beautiful um it has heart James Wan directed Conjuring 1 and 2 and then there's a few other directors the third like, one's yeah. coming out everybody third one coming out and Corey and I are dressing up as as I'm literally shaving my beard <laughs> okay next one uh, second in second place what do you think is second in first place I have no idea no idea I don't know. Just tell me. Okay, second place is The Witch. Okay. I was wondering if you were going to mention it or if it was going to be an honorable mention. Oh, no. It's, it's number two. Because the last fucking scene is crazy. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, have a, I have actually a funny thing to say about that in a second. Okay. Me, too. Okay, The it. Witch. I'll say this really quickly. The Witch, 2015. Robert Eggers. Like, y'all. It's on Netflix. It's been on Netflix for, like, two years. Y'all. Crazy. Like, go watch it. It's, it's, I would say to the average viewer. It's a slow burn. I don't, yeah, that I, yeah, it's a slow burn. It may be a little difficult to, to watch for the first hour, but it's watch so it. different that I feel like it also isn't. Cause you're like, what the fuck is going on? Every 20 minutes, something semi-supernatural happens. So your interest is kept and peaked and you're yeah. just like, what the fuck is going on? But it is a little hard to get through. I would say for the average viewer. But if you like horror and you're listening to our podcast and you haven't seen this yet, I don't know why. It's super fucking good. It's beautiful. Every shot is perfect. Yeah. Like the um, painstaking attention to detail that went into making this movie and being authentic to the time that the, the movie was created is beautiful. Robert Eggers is a great filmmaker. He did The Lighthouse this year as well, mm. which is great. It's not on this list. It's not an honorable mention either because it's 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 a little bit more detached from horror in my mind, but it's great. Go see it. It's, it's fucking beautiful. And yeah, the last like 10 minutes, you will Pikachu gasp the entire no, time. No, literally. I showed Jordan it for the first time this past Halloween. Yes. And like I was just waiting for his reaction because like it's such a slow, it's yeah. such a slow burn. And uh, and the dad in the movie has such a deep voice and a thick accent. Oh, you can't understand half of his words. Yeah. Like, no joke. Half of what he says. And, like, that's just, just just know everybody feels that way. Agreed. Yeah. You, Um, like, if you have, you might need to put subtitles on. Just because literally the half half of what he says, you don't know what he says. Yeah. Like, you could have the most badass sound system, but still. But, anyways, I was just looking at Jordan for the last 10 minutes, and he was literally like, 
like f- like jaw open. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Like what the fuck did I just? Because it, it goes, it's like slow burn, and then it just like comes in your fucking face. Yeah. It's just uh-huh. so crazy. Yeah. Like you didn't even know you were having sex, but you were. But you were fucking having sex that whole time. <laughs> like it was so much foreplay for the most intense yeah, orgasm you were of your life. by one person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah, and like okay, so fun, fun. My funny little addition is, I was just like looking it up today, um, and I was like, "What's that like?" You know, when the the thing says, "What's that like to live deliciously?" Oh yeah. Uh. Oh my god, I love that. So I was like, I want a T-shirt that says that. <gasps> Part of our million dollar idea. Yeah. So I looked that up, and um, I found T-shirts, of course. But then there was, oh my god, there was a coffee mug that says. Woods, what's thou like to live ang- anxiously? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> that was like the most appropriate. I, I like, oh my God. That was like the funniest shit I've oh ever God. seen in my life. I want to buy you that for Christmas. Yeah, it was the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever seen in my life. Okay, last, last thing. Number one. And then I will just list shit, okay? Number one. What do you think it is? Can just, you think of it? Just say it. What do you think? Can you think of it? Just say it. Can you think of it? There's so many horror movies that you love. But what's the big one? hereditary yep <laughs> i knew it so number one is hereditary for me i i can't watch it again like okay it. i'm just gonna say there are two different aspects of this fi- main aspects of this film or is why it's number one number the main the obvious aspect is how horrific it is the last 10 minutes are just the most batshit i've ever seen in my entire life yeah it, it you're just like what the fuck this is exactly as a whore uh slash specifically supernatural focused fan this is exactly what i wanted to happen and it did and i was like fuck yeah like demons fuck yeah like this is where we're going but then the other half is what made this more impactful was the familial drama yeah uh like of the family dealing with the grief of losing two people that's why hereditary or that's why uh the haunting hill house is so good oh my god okay yeah i didn't put it in here only because it's tv yeah it would be number one but yeah because it's the familial drama with the horror yeah so there's so many it's it's, there's so many aspects to the art piece and instead of being two hours it's 10 hours of it but that's a separate thing (laughs) but anyways but hereditary is the same thing though because you have the the familiar drama plus the horror so it's like you have so many aspects to this yeah. to this film and the familial drama is expressed in such horrific in real ways that it's just oh. so impactful and specific to i just it, it blew me away i think everybody should see this film i think literally everybody should see this film tony collette should have won the oscar yeah 100 percent should have won an oscar she just didn't because it was horror yeah like hereditary and midsummer are like the two greatest examples yeah. of like why horror movies should be considered for Oscars yep. Yep. because both the actresses in Hereditary in and in Midsommar, like they deserve so much recognition for hit, what they did. Hit grief and pain and uh, gro- yeah. uh, God, just, I can't. I will never watch um, Hereditary again. I've seen it twice and I know for a fact I'll never watch it again. Oh yeah. Cause it, it, it struck such, it's so, it's, it's so too intense. much for me so because it intense. like, it puts me in instant panic attack and I can't get out of it. Yeah. And so it's like panic, 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 panic mode for me. Yes. It's not it's like, um, unless give I'll me go. a Xanax and I'll watch it. <laughs> and if you want to see, I dressed up as payment for, yeah, uh, he did. for this past Halloween. It's on our fucking <laughs> Instagram. Um, okay. So, yeah, just go, like, follow my Instagram and Shannon's Instagram. So that's my top ten. Huh. Again, Hereditary through It Follows 
are my top six. And then the top seven through 10 could be interchangeable with these honorable mentions. I'm just going to name them. I might give like one or two sentences about them. But I'm not going to comment. Swift. Okay. So first one is Get Out because I already said it. I should have. It should be in my top 10. But it just personally isn't for me. Um, I think it's great. And I actually had one of the most visceral reactions at the end. Spoilers. Skip ahead if you haven't seen it. Okay. Waited long enough. Where the cop shows up. The cop car shows up right at the end. And you're like, oh, fuck. He's fucked. And then it's his friend that pops out. I was so in- enveloped in the film and in the social commentary of the times that I was like, oh, fuck, he's fucked. And then the and then his friend came out who is also black. And, and you're just mm. like, oh, he's fine then. And then I was like, oh, my God, I see what he did there. Mm. Like it was just such. And Smart. that's a that's a that's a more top level uh, interpretation of how deep the film really is. But it was just so good. Like that's just a perfect like top level example surface level example of how smart this film is and how socially relevant this film is and how much it attests to this decade of horror becoming a big focus on social commentary it always really has been if you look at the greats um of so of of horror um but it really came out to a head in in like this past decade for like you know for the main to be mainstream the next one is annihilation super beautiful i forgot that we saw it together great book (laughs) Crazy ass ending. Natalie Portman. Beautiful visuals. The bear scene is one of the scariest and most crazy I've seen in a while. Period. <laughs> we saw it together. Tessa Thompson's in it. Duh. <laughs> yeah. Natalie um, Portman did such a good job. It's so to pretty more. too. It's so fucking pretty. It's so pr- the visuals are like stunning. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. And it, it felt it, like we were in acid trip the whole time. Oh and oh yeah and and my the one thing that really like made it so perfect and beautiful to me is because the whole theme in the film is like anything that enters into the sphere that has just shown up on earth that these, that these women enter into. And that's the whole story of annihilation. They're like, Hey, go inside this sphere of multicolor that has shown up for no reason. And in, in tr- and then find out what's going on um, inside. The whole theme is like, anything that goes inside is put through a um, molecular microscope that then alters their form. And the really interesting thing, and I like try to be serious, sincere and serious about this is it's really interesting is like the interpretation and differences between the book and the film is like, if you took the book and you threw it in that sphere of the film and it turned into a kaleidoscope Ooh. and then it visually turned into the film it really, it's so beautiful. It's very like poetic, the translation between the book and the film it's of just one. how it turned out. It's so beautiful. Sorry, I said like a lot more sentences. That was beautiful though, Corey. <laughs> yeah, no, it that really, was I was just one. sitting there watching the film and I was like, oh my God. Well, like, we, we left so the movie meta. and we were like shooketh. We yeah, like, it's <laughs> so good. You need to, y'all, everyone needs to see it. And, and I'm sad that you can't see it in film in uh, a movie theater. Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, it's so cool. Like it will not be half as good you watching it at home. Sorry. Like, you missed yeah. out. You missed out. <laughs> yeah. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. Just like you missed out on seeing fucking Natasha getting thrown across the screen and Conjuring 2. <laughs> you missed out. You fucking missed out. <laughs> okay. Um, the next one is Scream 4. Oh, fun. It's way ahead of its time. Um, in a lot of people, and especially this is less me and more from other people that have made me realize this while listening to horror podcasts, is if you look at it, if you go watch it now, and realize what's his name oh my god 
Nightmare on Elm Street director, creator, screen creator. Wes Craven? Thank you. I, I, I was just blanking on his name. Um, he did die. He I did die. He, died. he like, died in 2016 yeah, or like 17. Yeah, like a few years ago. Yeah. So Wes Craven, ahead of his time, screamed for script. I mean, he didn't write the script. It's another guy. I forget his name. Um, but they're, it's way ahead of their time on social media and the import and the sad reality that people care more about the likes and the surface level, like, I appear to be this way when I'm really not. Mm. Um, of just fame and shit like that. If you go back and watch it now, a lot of people didn't like it the first time they saw it. Um, but the 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 latter times they've seen it in the past few years, they're like, "Holy shit, this was ahead of its time." I still think it is. It's a very good social commentary on the decade. Go see Scream Four if you haven't seen it. Um, also, the next one is I'm gonna just list these. Okay. I won't even say anything. No comment. For reals. <laughs> I'll try. I'm not talking anymore. Okay, one of them I will say something. Damn it. Okay, <laughs> we're getting through it. The last. Four, the invitation. Go see it. Blank. Okay. I can't. I want to say more. Next. Uh, (laughs) The next one. One cut of the dead. It's Japanese. It came out this year. Oh my god. Hentai senpai. Oh my god. Hentai hentai senpai. Go see one cut of the dead. It's on Shutter. Next. Oh my god. The next one is Green Room. Oh my god. Go see it. Okay. The last one. I will have to say shit. I'm having so much fun yelling next. I know. I'm sorry, guys. If I love this. This is uh, so indulgent of us. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry if y'all don't like me talking about horror films, but just like I and I love listening to people talk about. You're 56 films. episodes deep. I know, right? <laughs> Come like, on, guys. Like, please you like, like me talking us talking about horror films. Um, the last one is the Suspiria remake. Oh, okay. So, I was wondering if you're gonna mention that. Um, I don't like right now. Tyler's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you mentioned this. <laughs> Because after we saw it, I think I looked at Tyler and I was like, I love that film, but I don't know if I can ever recommend it to anybody because it's so grueling to watch. Mm. But Suspiria, the original, the um, Giallo film, like I don't, it's one of my favorite horror movies and films, period. But this remake slash re-envision is just so great. It's so, Tilla Swinson in it. So like, fuck yeah. Um, it's so beautiful. It's so intense and disgusting, but also perfect. I go watch it. I think you should watch it. It's really hard to, because it's so intense. I would say the only thing I don't like about it is the ending because the ending gets to the point, sort of like hereditary where you're like, holy fuck, they went there like sacrificial demonic rituals, but there's so much CGI. It takes you out of blood. it. It just takes you out of it. So just get ready for that. But the rest of the film was great. End of story. I'm done. Boom. Oh, Christmas horror. <laughs> Listing Christmas horror. Before Chana gets to her awesome part. Okay. I have a good one. For so you just, to, just to keep it on like track of Christmas. Because it's Christmas. Because it's, it's Christmas in two days. If you need to watch a horror film that's Christmas related, I have five horror films to, to recommend to you. Isn't there a horror? There's Yeah, Black Christmas. Yeah. So there's one in the films right now called Black Christmas. Doesn't have great reviews. I think it was a little bit too heavy on the feminist uh, thing that it loses some it. of its own, like some of its heart and mm. soul because it's just too focused on being political. They're like, did I mention that I'm a feminist? Exactly. Like it gets <laughs> shitty like that where it's like, oh, you're not really helping because you're being so on the nose about I'm gonna it. I'm going to beat the, the villain because I'm a <laughs> did feminist. Did I mention I'm a woman? <laughs> I'm a woman. <laughs> you're doing this to me because I'm a woman? I'm a feminist. You're like, goddamn. <laughs> We're like, girl. 
some <laughs> other criticism is like that. And it's like, that's valid because we should do things, but in a tasteful, realistic manner. Yeah. Yeah. Number one, or just, these are known in particular order, End of the Apocalypse. I saw it finally. It came out last year. It's a music. It's a British musical <laughs> um, about a zombie apocalypse. Cute. It's actually pretty good. I would say the first half of the movie, the musical numbers are good. The latter half of the movie, the new musical numbers are bad. But overall, it's pretty good. Number or just next one, Krampus came out in 2015. We Go talked see about that it. last year. It's great. It's really fun. PG-13, not a perfect movie, but it's really fun. Um, actually, great practical effects instead of special instead of CGI. It's really fun. There are some, there's some CGI in it. It's okay, but the practical effects are great. Yeah. Next one is Black Christmas, the original, 1974. It's a Canadian film. Beautiful. Go watch it. Next one is Rare Exports, a Christmas tale. It's from Finland, so it's in whatever yes. language that is. <laughs> Finnish. <laughs> Don't know. Yeah. Finnish? Is that a language? I'm sorry, guys. I was in Finland for three weeks. I I don't know know everything. Yeah, it's Finnish. (laughs) Um, It came out in 2012. It's a take on Krampus in a sense. Um, It's very cool. A lot of naked old men are running around just to to warn you. It's a lot of lemon party. Yeah, a lot of (laughs) lemon. It should be called Rare Exports colon lemon party. (laughs) Slash Christmas vacation. Slash Christmas vacation. <laughs> Christmas vacation lemon party. National lam- lemon party Christmas National vacation. National lemon party of Christmas vacation. Featuring Chevy Jates. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really good. It's very well done. It's very creepy. Um, Black Christmas. I already said it. And then Puka! Exclamation point. Puta. 2018. Puka. I know. <laughs> um, so we mentioned Puka in the Eshi case file. Oh. It, because it is an ancient Irish Celtic uh, spirit that has we to did. deal with Christmas time or uh, uh, Yule Yule time, uh, winter solstice. Um, Puka is part of the Into the Dark series on Hulu, where every month they have been releasing. It's an anthology series where every month they release a, a horror take on that month's uh, holiday. They don't always focus on the main big, you know, Valentine's or Halloween or Christmas. They'll do like Father's Day, Mother's Day, shit like that. One last year they did do Christmas though, and Puka was one of them. It's Fun. It, it's really good. Go watch it. End of story. I'm done. Um, do we want to do my little Christmas story? The or, Krumpus? Yeah, or your. Let's get into Krumpus. That's the foreplay for this. Okay, so, um, I realize that what I just said, other than the the past two minutes, nothing has been Christmas related. But now we're Christmas. So, so now we're Christmas with those Christmas horror. So movies. everything was New Year's related, but now we're slipping into something a little bit more festive. More festive. We're slipping into some Christmas gear. So Corey's going to share with you guys a Krumpus story. And then after, I'm sharing with you guys a completely original yeah. Twas the Night Before 100% Christmas 100% original. Story. I, I made this story at 2 a.m. last night because I was too scared to research an episode. So I did this instead. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. This so, is fun. What I have is a Krumpus version of The Night Before Christmas. This is so fun. Before we get into Chana's original. 100% original. Gay Christmas. Gay Christmas. <laughs> tw- gay. Twas the night before Christmas. Yes. It's the gay shit you're going to hear all year. So mine is 100% not mine. Unoriginal. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> because I just did the whole like, you know. He I had to focus it. on my 10 list. Um, this was posted by... Uh, Crumpus bro- Daddy. 
420. I fucking wish. <laughs> you should change your League of Legends fucking username Crumpus to Crumpus Daddy, Daddy 420. <laughs> um, my Brovacus. It was posted by oh, Brovacus. That's a lame username. Okay. Yeah, right. Crumpus Daddy is way more better. <laughs> I'm going to change my fucking ha- Instagram handle to Crumpus, Crumpus Daddy, Daddy for just Christmas Day. <laughs> I'm going to do it. one day, Crumpus Daddy. <laughs> I'm going to fucking do it. Yes. Mark my words, Instagram. I fucking love it. Okay. So, t'was the night before Christmas when all through the house. Not a creature seemed to be stirring, not even a mouse. Ooh. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. This is actually... That's the original This is 100% still the original. And Mama and her kerchief in I and my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what's the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of her new-fallen snow gave a luster of red to objects below. When that, when what to my wondering eyes did appear but a satin black car and eight shadowy figures. Ooh. Okay. That is a rhyme person. Uh, did appear but a satin black car and eight shadowy fear you know you can like you can you can fuck it up sometimes there's an actual literal reference to like word for that i forget um with a little old driver so lively and quick i knew not who he was but he did appear sick more rapid than eagle eagles his coursers they came and he whistled and shouted and called them by name now lust, now gluttony, now greed and sloth, Ooh. on envy, on pride, on wrath, and stopped. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, his speed, his creatures, over ten feet tall, Ooh. as leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they met with an obstacle mount to the sky. I need to scroll. <laughs> <laughs> I need to scroll. I need to fucking scroll. <laughs> the most intense scrolling I've ever experienced. Right. In the t- and this is my number one from the decade of the most intense <laughs> scrolling. <laughs> when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. That's the last thing I said, right? Whatever. <laughs> um, so up to the housetop, the coursers they flew with a car full of blo- bones, that <laughs> old figure too. And then in a second, I heard on the ceiling the crackling of wood and the sound of paint peeling. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney, a being who seemed to have been drowned. He was dressed all in skin from (gasps) victims unknown. These clothes were cut up, showing organs and bones. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I actually do like that one. That was actually probably the best so far. Totally. A bundle of lumps he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they rendered his dimples, how black. His cheeks were like pits, his his nose torn black. His droll little mouth was drawn up to a grin, and the look in his eyes shone an eager to sin. Yeah, bitch, same. Same, same. (laughs) Me, you want to look at Jordan? It's me on Grindr. (laughs) Oh, my God. Me on Grindr. His droll little mouth was drawn up to a grin, (laughs) and the look in his eyes shone an eager to sin. Okay, does Grindr have, like, bios? 
Ake. Can you change yes, your bio to that? <laughs> oh Please. my god! I'm gonna be Daddy Crumpus or Crumpus Daddy. I will pay you sixty nine dollars to do that. I swear to no, God. No, pay me sixty nine cents. I will pay you sixty nine cents to fucking do that. I swear on my fucking. Oh life. my god, y'all! One hundred percent on our Instagram. I'm gonna post my grinder bio. Do it for Christmas. It's gonna be Daddy Crumpus. <laughs> And I'm going to be, what, what in my bio, it'll be, his droll little mouth was drawn up to a grin as he looked in his eyes, shone an eager to say. If you don't do this, Corey, I probably won't speak doing to this. you again. Hold me to it. On on Monday, I will have it done. I'm going to bully you. Yeah, bully the fuck out of me. <laughs> okay. The stump of his foot he held tight in his hand. And the smoke, it came from his hairs and strands. He had a skinny face and a little round horn. Or sorry, he had a skinny face and little round horns that stabbed air when he laughed like a string of rose thorns. He was beastly and lean and sadistic looking elf, and I stared deep into his eyes in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head, and my wife who came down dropped down dead. Ooh. He spoke not a word but went straight to his work went straight to his work. And brought down the children, then turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside of his nose, and giving a nod up the chimney they rose. He sprang to his car, to his team gave a scream, and away all flew like the down of a stream. Okay. But I heard him utter as he returned to the ice. The world is a hard place, and nothing comes without a price. Oh, that's fun. Cute. That's a fun one. That's a good one. Good job, dude. Good job. That was a good one. Crumpus Daddy, a.k.a. Brovox. Yeah. 10 out of 10. <laughs> good job. I love it. Yay. That was made on March 24th of 2010. Good. Wow, yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. Five years. Oh. 2010? It says posted five years ago. But then it says 2010? Are we in the time war? Oh, wait. I think the No Sleep subreddit was made on 2010. Never mind. Okay, that was okay. the No Sleep subreddit. But this was posted five years ago. Okay. I was like, we all experienced a time warp. Yeah. I was like, damn. <laughs> okay. Are we ready for my gay Christmas? Yeah. We're ready for Chana's Twas the Night Before Gay Christmas. So a l- little story for y'all. Yes. Last night, I was researching some really scary stuff. <laughs> and mid-research, Shocker. I like Jordan went to sleep at like I haven't 10. drank that entire time. Drink, cause just drink. <laughs> cool. Okay, now you're ready for mine. Oh, wait, let's cheers and drink, cause it's Christmas. Christmas, Trumpets. <laughs> mm. Okay. So last night I got real scared. I was researching, like all of my stuff. I was researching wasn't necessarily like batshit crazy. It was just really like dark <laughs> and like. And like and like spooky to me, so I was yes. getting real scared. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna write my own "Twas the Night Before Great Christmas." So here we are. Mm. So bear with me. This is my first time reading it out loud. Maybe it's not as funny as I think it is, or as good as I think it is, but I think it's fun. Yes. So here we go. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the home the gays were preparing for a hot Christmas bone. Yeah. The ball sacks were hung and the chest full of hair in hopes uh, that gay Nicholas soon would be there. Yes. The bottoms were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of dom tops danced in their Oh heads. my God, Chana. <laughs> Thank you. This is perfect. <laughs> Thank you. I like want to, I want to read this out loud. <laughs> like, oh my God, I want an interpretive dance. <laughs> 
interpret. I want this acted out behind me as you read this in a spotlight. (laughs) You, Davis, and Hiram interpreted dancing to this. Oh my god. (laughs) And Daddy in his kerchief and I on his lap had just finished fucking and wanted to nap. God damn. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the lap to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters, and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. (laughs) When what to my wandering eyes did appear but a rainbow sled and eight fucking queers. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite so far. (laughs) With a hot, sweaty driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it's fucking gay Nick. More rapid than eagles, his daddies, they came. And he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen. Oh, Comet, oh, Cupid, oh, Donner and Blitzen. Yes. Find the queens, the otters, and bisexual. I need to reread that. Yes. Find the queens, the otters, and bisexuals. Now fuck them, fuck them, fuck their holes. Yes. So up to the housetop, the daddies, they flew with a sleigh full of toys and gay Nicholas too. <laughs> and then in a twinkling, I heard a gay gasp and the eight daddies and Nick yelling, yes. <laughs> As I drew in my head and was turning around down the chimney, gay Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed in all leather from head to his yes. toe and his clothes were all dirty from being a hoe. Yeah. <laughs> a bundle of toys he had flung on his back and he signals, signaled us over as he opened his pack. Damn. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how sexy. His cheekbones were sculpted, his beard screamed, fuck me. God damn. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon let us all know we were going to bed. Oh my God, He Chana. spoke not a word but went straight to his work pulled out the toys wink then twerked <laughs> he and the daddy surrounded us all and threw our bodies against the wall Damn. we fucked and fucked and fucked some more we loved being gay nick's little whore <laughs> as time went by our stockings were stuffed we knew gay nick soon had to take off yes. he placed the toys back in his bag and said to us Thanks for the shag. And laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney, he rose. He sprang to his sled, to his team, gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him explain as he flew far away, Happy Christmas to all, the world is gay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Chana, that should go viral. (laughs) Holy fuck, how do we make that go viral? I don't know! We need to like we need to post this and then I don't, how do we post this? I don't know. We're millennials and I don't know. How do we do this? But Merry Christmas. Merry fucking gay that Christmas. That was my 2 a.m. work. <laughs> how do we post that? Just post it on Facebook. Do you I post guess? but do you like yeah, but then you do like how do we get it like on Instagram? Do we post like a like the multiple pictures with like the text and like a silhouette of Santa? I don't know. <laughs> We need to make that viral. It's good though, right? That would go viral. Chana, that's great. That's <laughs> perfect. Thank you. That would go viral. Thank you, everybody. This is my first time hearing it, literally. It literally is. I only had Jordan read through this today because I was like, oh is my it good? God. And he was like, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. That's legit. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> I should have added Merry Chrysler to all. Merry Chrysler to all. <laughs> 
So that's our Christmas. We're gonna make it. We're gonna make it viral. No, that's a good Christmas. I'm actually so glad that I found that. Like at the last second, I found the Krumpus. The Krumpus thing. Yeah, I did it. I literally opened three things right at the last second and was like, "Oh fuck, this one. Fuck yeah." It was perfect. It was perfect. I I'm having fun. So, Merry Chrysler to all. Merry Chrysler and Merry Krumpus. Merry Krumpus. We love Um, you guys. Yeah, we love you guys. We're going to Hawaii. We're going to to Hawaii, bitches. So when you're cold, we're going to be fucking warm. (laughs) So anyways. So anyways. Oh, sorry. How's your sex life? Bye. Bye, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. (laughs) Merry Gay Christmas. Merry Great Christmas.